Hey everyone, welcome back to another interview. I am here with Pastor Cindy. She is uh, the head of our pastoral care team up here at Hamilton Mill. And thanks for joining us today, Pastor Cindy. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So this is an interview that's going to go out to all of our department heads, Mm -hmm. um, over all of the volunteers here at Hamilton Mill. And uh, these are just little get togethers that we do just to give them um, something to to uh, another voice to hear from okay. the church to to inject a little leadership into. And so I wanted to invite you yeah. to speak to the department heads on a very specific topic. Uh, you've been on staff here at Victory for 14 years. Yes. And you've been a part of the Victory family, attending Victory Mm -hmm. for 20 years. Yes, 20 years. 20 years. So um, I wanted you to speak to the department heads. I want to invite you to speak to the department heads on leading over the long haul. Okay. Uh, You've you've had success in in, in leading and staying in leadership for, specifically as a staff member, for 14 years. And in today's world, you just, you just don't see longevity in our leadership from the church. And so I wanted you to, to talk to us and just talk to us about, um, about that. And so I guess my, my, my first question is how, how do you, how do you do that? How do you lead, uh, for 14 years? What's the key to longevity in leadership? Yes. Well, um, I would have to say that one thing is to understand that leadership comes in different forms. It doesn't always have to have a title attached to it. Um, sometimes having a title actually can harm you more than it can actually help you to really understand and wrap your arms around what you're being called to do. So um, the long haul for me has been in many, many different areas. I have served as a team leader, as department heads, as a volunteer, and as a staff person who's been leading team leaders, volunteers, um, and staff. And I have to say that one of the number one things that has always been very important for me is to always make sure that I am here to first and foremost serve God. So in Colossians, it talks about how we're supposed to do our work as unto the Lord. Basically, everything that we're doing, we're doing for him, which would put him to be the one that's in charge and Um, I always want to make sure that I'm not doing something for man or for the approval of man, but really trying to make sure that um, this is my work unto the Lord. And if he's given me an opportunity to serve, if he's given me an opportunity to lead, if he's given me an opportunity to just input something, I want to make sure that I do it and I do it well. That's good. So it's not just hanging in there and just keep doing what you're doing, but it's, it's leading, acknowledging He's the one you're doing it for yes. and, and, and letting it come from that place. Yes. I mean, I have to say there are times where you see people come with their own agendas of where they're looking to go. And being here for as long as I have been, I never really had that agenda. My agenda was to be able to be used. And I have been in different ways. I've grown. I've learned. And um, it's been it's been really interesting to see that the person that I am today is not the person that I was. And a lot of it was because I was very intentional about being faithful with the small stuff. 
So a lot of the things that I was handling at the very beginning, um, you know, I came in as very basic data entry just because there was a need. It came up. I just made myself available. And by being faithful with that, things were were added to me. So it was really interesting because my heart never really changed on how I did the work. Um, It never I never kind of took anything for granted or took it more or less serious. Um, Everything I did, I did it faithfully. Um, I did it with excellence. And um, I really just made sure that I did it all really until the Lord. Okay. The the opposite of longevity is obviously, you know, short term. Yes. Um, someone that, that that doesn't go the, the long distance. Yes. Surely in the past 14 years mm-hmm. as, a, as a staff member, there have been times when you've wanted to say, you know what, I don't think this is for me anymore. Yes. I don't think I've, I should be doing this anymore. Uh, what were those times like and how did you get how did you get on the other side of it? Yes. Um there were times that were like that. I will I will be honest. Um, a lot of it was because I didn't have I had to look at myself first. I had to understand that God wouldn't put me in a place that he was setting me up to fail. He was setting me up to succeed is, is what his plan was. So I had to look and see, at, look at myself in my life. Uh, a lot of times when I wanted to, um, for lack of a better word, say quit or change what was happening, um, I had to acknowledge that sometimes I didn't have good, healthy boundaries set up in my life. So I was overdoing things or I didn't know how to say no or I didn't know when um, I really wasn't doing what my heart was, which was to do everything in excellence. I was kind of just doing it to do it. And um, so really making sure that I was really in tune with what God had me doing and that I kept everything in its proper order. Um, A lot of times you see people that are in ministry for, for a long haul that burn out. And I really believe it's because One of the things is because they get out of the will of what God is calling them. Sometimes they just kind of feel like, you know, I need to do more. um, And they don't really find a good balance between how to do what they're being called to do. The other thing I see is that we get offended. We're working with people. We are dealing with people and we're all growing and learning and really trying to all do this together. But we are there's a human factor in there. And one of the things that I was taught um, was learning how to guard and protect my heart. Dealing with people can be a challenge, but it can also bring out things in you that you didn't know that you had. And, you know, the enemy is really quick to bring division, especially within leadership where we're trying to bring change in people's lives. So he would make opportunities where I had the choice of either being offended or having, you know, uh, an issue with someone or placing judgment. And, you know, I had really good people that I was grounded with that I would share that and they would always, one, send me either back to the person to make sure that I dealt with it and we were able to work through that, but also to make sure that I was guarding my heart and not letting these things in to kind of um, poison what was what God was trying to do in me. That's good. So, Boundaries yes. and bitterness. Yes. <laughs> the two big enemies <laughs> to longevity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've talked, <clears throat> even on this podcast, one, we've had a, a another entry that we talked about was how to be a healthy leader. Yes. And one of the big parts of that was boundaries. Yes. How to know when to say no. Yes. And how to create boundaries. I feel like we hear a lot of messages on how to be free from bitterness, how yes. to be free from offense. Yes. Jesus forgives. We should forgive. Yes. Not as much on boundaries. Yes. If we can just go back there for a little bit, yeah. talk to us about 
you're a wife, you're a mother. Yes. Um, talk to us about boundaries yes. and how to and how that has contributed to your longevity as a leader. Yes. Well, I mean, things move pretty quickly. Um, when you're a leader, when you have the right heart, the right attitude, you're being faithful with what you've been given, that does go and it's recognized. And you you are acknowledged and you are encouraged to continue to, to bring more of that or to share that in different areas. And the challenge becomes that um, it starts to get a little bit out of balance where you're not really doing, you're saying yes to things that you know are good and all the things are good that we do in ministry there's but we have to understand what our place is so i had to get to a place where although all of these things were good it wasn't good for me to be doing all of these things so i had to figure out being married being a wife being a mother i had to figure out number one if i'm saying no to my family because I'm saying yes to ministry, how is that showing my family where they, ultimately they're my ministry. Ultimately, they're the ones that I'm supposed to be taking care of. So I always tell people, you have to learn the power of saying no, because ultimately you're saying no to something. You're either going to say no to overextending yourself above and beyond what you're supposed to be doing, or you're going to say no to your family. Someone is getting the no. What happens is, is that we feel like because we're not saying it, we're making everyone happy. And it's just, it doesn't really go over that well. Um, my children were little uh, when I started in ministry and I I had a challenge saying no. I felt like it was not the Christian thing to do wow. to say no. But um, someone shared that with me and they said, the truth is, Cindy, you are saying no. You're saying no to your family. You're saying no to your spouse. You're saying no to your time at home. And you think it's all under this vein of saying yes for ministry, but God didn't call you to do that. Your first ministry is the ministry at home. Boom. That's good. So what if you had sort of one final shot in the arm? Mm-hmm. We've got department heads that have been leading for one year. Okay. We've got department heads that have been leading for, for several years. Um, some are New to the church by a few years. Some have been around since before Hamilton Mill was a thing. Um, If you had one sort of parting shot in the arm, what would your looking back wisdom be to a non-staff member, department head, carrying responsibility for themselves, for teams, um, carrying the vision of the church? What would be your, your wisdom for tomorrow for the department heads that are listening right now? Um, I would say to um, really make sure that you have a vision for the why. Why are you doing this? Mm. Why are you, why do you give of your time for this? What is the purpose behind it? And um, when you get to the why, it'll help you understand how. How am I able to implement this in my life? Because we all do have our lives. Um, I would say that, you know, it's really important not to be a lone ranger. Having support, having a team um, mentality, having a mindset of where you're duplicating yourself and empowering those that are wanting to run this race with you, I think that's invaluable. I think the other thing is really important that you have very good, healthy boundaries and very good um, support. So you want to have some type of accountability that you have people that are able to say, hey, you know what? 
you're doing too much. You don't see it, but I see it and you're doing too much. And what of these things do we need to keep doing? And what are these things? um, Is it time to maybe pass on to someone else to be able to carry? So I think just kind of being honest and open with um, your accountability, with what your life actually looks like, because your life may look one way and the needs may be another way. You don't want to try to force that to happen because it really doesn't work out in the end. That's a lot of burnout. That's kind of where that happens. And boundaries falls right into that, understanding what your boundaries are, understanding what it takes, what you do well, um, and what you don't. And it's okay to to share your weakness or share what's something that um, is best if you have someone else on the team doing. And duplicating yourself, making sure that it doesn't all rise and fall with you. One of the things I remember being told, I was, I, I, ha- I have a lot of responsibility uh, mentality. If my name is on it, I feel responsible for making sure it gets completed. The challenge is, is that I'm not really leaving a lot of room for the Lord to work. So I remember someone telling me, Cindy, is this your ministry or is this God's ministry? And I was like, well, of course it's God's ministry. And they told me, well, then you let God do what he can do. Sometimes you're at this point because you can only go so far and the rest is where you let God come in and take control. So I had to learn that ministry was going to happen regardless whether I was homesick that day or whether I had, you know, planned things according to the way I wanted. Ministry was still going to happen. And I was just here to partner with God, not be the one to take control. That is good. That's good to hear. It's good to be able to hear someone who's who can speak from a place of here's what I've been through. Yes. And here's how you can avoid the pitfalls, but yes. ex- but live in the success. Yes. Well, thank you, Pastor Cindy. We appreciate it. This has been fun. Yeah, and again, good. just so you guys understand, these are these are unscripted. I'm just asking questions, and we're just letting Jesus speak. So, thank mm-hmm. you, Pastor Cindy, for speaking with the department heads. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and hopefully, something in here that we have said helps you to lead like Jesus. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye.